1: Hello there, and welcome to the Video Nasties podcast. My name is Christopher Brown. Well before Deodato made Cannibal Holocaust, which was his response to the Mondo move you spoke about last week in Face of Death, and well before Umberto Lenzi went on to make Cannibal Ferox, which was kind of a, a carbon copy of Holocaust, Lenzi actually set the tone and the mode for fictional cannibal films. The genre evolved from the early 1970s. With uh, from the Mondo films. Lenzi uh, is cited uh, as, as being the starting point in 1972 with this film, known as Il Pasto del Cento Salvaggio, also known as uh, Deep River Savages in the UK, The Man from Deep River, or Sacrifice on the Grindhouse Circuit.
0: A country where two-thirds of the jungle is still unexplored. Here, death reigns. They didn't know what kind of animal he was. They'd never seen a white man before. And he had never seen such brutality. You murderers! Murderers! Barbaric violence was the law they lived by. A long series of bloodthirsty tortures had begun. I'm a man, not a fish! Just help me to find a canoe. No, along the river. Kukuru tribe live there. Cannibal tribe. Civilization became no more than a memory. In the jungle, only the strongest survived.
1: Made in 1972, uh, Deep River Savages is an Italian exploitation film, popularised in the cannibal genre. It's likely that Lindsay was probably trying to imitate content from the the notorious Mondo cinema, which had gained considerable popularity with Mondo Kane in 62. Even though this film was actually fictional, they c- cover similar kind of territories with uh, depictions of animal cruelty and of uh, the natives out in the jungle doing fairly grim acts. The story is about a photographer, John Bradley, who is ambushed by a tribe on a photo assignment in the Burmese rainforest. The tribe treats him terribly and use him as a slave. Now the chief's daughter, Mayara, takes a liking to him and her mother, who's a missionary child and speaks English, helps him escape. He encounters the fiancée of Mayara and, uh, and kills him. When he's captured again, Mayara chooses him though as his next groom, mainly because of his Western ways. He decides to live with the tribe, protecting them, providing them wisdom against modern dangers and of a cannibal tribe that they were at war with and kind of roots himself in their culture.
0: American. For God's sake, you speak English. But how in? No, you quiet. I child, missionary child. I was found by villagers in jungle. No one here, knows. I help you. Today, you free man, fist of sun. Mariah, marry soon after ten moons.
1: Now, I think we spoke about cannibal uh, cannibal content before with uh, Cannibal Holocaust, and it's true that movies uh, like this uh, were not rare before the 1970s. There was, you know, the rainforest adventure films and Tarzan movies from the 30s and 40s starring Johnny Weismuller. And some of these films did include primitive and you know alleged cannibal tribes that uh, that the uh, invariably you know Jane would have to be kept away from, or or intrepid explorers. The book, uh, Cornel Wilde's 1966 film, *The Naked Prey*, involves a white man being chased by a tribe of natives because his safari group offended their chief. Another film that's incredibly influential on the genre was Richard Harris' Western, A Man Called Horse. It doesn't involve cannibals, but it does involve Native Americans and a civilized white man being captured and forced to live with them, a tribe of savages, effectively. Now that plot and that story is effectively lifted entirely from Man From Deep River. It's almost a scene for scene swipe, in fact, substituting the rainforest cannibals for uh, American Indians.
0: I can't stand it any longer This is only the first day How can I hold out? God, the pain Those bloody arrows Try not to think about the pain If only I could blot out the sun But I mustn't fall asleep I mustn't fall asleep If I fall asleep, I've had it Two more days of this hell. I'd give anything for a drink, a drink, yes, a nice cool beer.
1: So, man from Deep River, so influenced by this that Western, and it does have a kind of a Western feel. This film, and Lenzi was definitely the the person who started this off. It was released in New York City as Sacrifice and became a hit on Forty Second Street, and it began to kind of drip feed through, and. Uh, Ruggiero Diodato's um, Ultimo Mondo Cannibal kind of feeds from that, as well as Mountain of the Cannibal God, which stars Ursula Andres, which we'll talk about in the future. But uh, Deep River Savages actually features uh, Ivan Rasimov, who uh, was a uh, well, an Italian act, film actor of Serbian origin. Who kind of appeared in many horror and exploitation films? He was actually built, for, built born in uh, Trista and uh, attended the Slovakian Science Lyceum. When he made his film debut in 1964, uh, after graduating from university and actor studio in Rome, intends actually to be cast as the villain, appearing in barbers a uh, planet of the vampires. Your vice is a locked room, and I and only I have the key. From uh, Sergio Martino, uh, and he actually re- reappears again in uh, in Diodato's Jungle Holocaust, the, uh, the the his precursor to a uh, Cannibal Holocaust. He actually retired from acting in nineteen eighty seven, um, and was working a publishing firm in Rome. Possibly more interesting for um, for the. People in the UK, at least, is the appearance of Mimi Lai. Uh, sometimes billed as Mimi Lai, um, an ex actress born in Burma in 52. to so a Burmese mother and an English father. She moved to England in her teens and appeared in TV roles uh, like Paul Temple and Jason King, and made the move to to movies appearing in Crucible of Terror and uh, the 1972 uh, exploitation, f- exploitation film Opera Girls. She appeared in this film and also again in uh, Diodato's Ultimo Mondo Cannibal. She also appeared in Blake Edwards' um, 78 comedy Revenge of the Pink Panther as well. Oddly for some, and possibly uh, some people will remember this, uh, she was also a co-hostess on the Golden Shot and Sale of the Century and uh, appeared in uh, the Oxford TV programme Origami. With Robert Harbin. Last time she actually uh, she worked was in Lars Von Trier's *The Element of Crime* in '84. Of course, we spoke about Lindsay already, really, in Can- for when we spoke about *Cannibal Ferox* and the impact of that film. So we'll move away from him.
0: I come from this country, and we'll say this stone's the city I live in. What is city? Well, a city is like an enormous village, full of tall huts that reach up into the sky the roads there are very hard and full of noisy cars cars? yes cars are kind of boxes which make noise but uh, that's too difficult for you now let's see if you remember huh? London huh? woman that's right uh, man good child our child yes
1: I think as a film the thing that a lot of people notice is exactly how far away from what we now perceive cannibal films to be the man from deep river is even that title the man from deep river can kind of as a feel of a film that is uh, emulating western rather than emulating well what came next the mondo the mondo movies that came next we don't get a lot of gut-munching. Instead, what we see is a pretty much standard Mondo movie with, uh, you know, tribal customs and and a fair old bit of animal cruelty, um, and then tarted up with this kind of Western storyline. It's a surprisingly decently made film in truth, um, with, uh, you know, it's it's natives, uh, it gives the natives a, a degree of respect But for those who are looking for um, slightly more salacious thrills, um, will probably be disappointed. In fact, the only thing that struck me really on my second viewing was um, how much animal cruelty is actually within the film. Um, they are, you know, I think there's a fair old amount cut from the UK release, and without that, you kind of get a fairly bog standard. Um, movie really quite well made it's very very artfully shot but the um, the actual uh, when when you reinsert that animal cruelty which is there to really you know kind of go for that mondo pound as it were it uh, it really you know it, those scenes go on for a long time uh, you know with uh, various elements of quite quite grimness really. It goes into quite a lot of detail which I think a lot of people will, who particularly people who struggle with animal cruelty will not like, particularly a, a lengthy scene of a, a mongoose fighting a snake, uh, the monkey having his top of his head cut off, there's a cockfight fight in there, and a, a crocodile gets stabbed with a knife, and also a snake is bled while still alive. It is, um, you know, not, not particularly pleasant. And for many people, I think called mar a film that they probably would have enjoyed.
0: Bradley, where are you? Where are you? I'm here, Mariah. How do you feel? My eyes. My eyes. Much pain inside. It's all right. Everything will be all right. As soon as our baby is born. Everything is black. My eyes don't see anything. Try not to get excited. Rest. Everything is going to be alright.
1: You'll see. It is quite, I said it was quite respectful, it is quite respectful, but obviously it comes from a place of exploitation, and as such, um... There is an element of staring rather glibly at some quite unpleasant violence. Indeed, particularly the uh, the scenes of um, you know of, of these strange practices, these fictional practices, basically, which have been there. Uh, it's not as bad as a mondo movie, obviously, which kind of you know paints this stuff as stuff up as truth, but still not very nice. There's always an element of this. I mean, effectively, our man, who, uh, our, pho- our, our photographer kind of gets the girl because he understands, you know, uh, how to, how to, to you know, he holds hands rather than groping at her, which it kind of insinuates that he's, you know, more civilised than our savages. And um, while, you know, the film itself kind of gives, the, gives an impression of being, you know, quite okay with the tribe and quite respectful, obviously, there is still that element and that, that kind of removal that they are effectively savages.
0: I think it's stupid, John. I hate it. What? I said it's stupid. That's it. I find it pretty entertaining. And obviously, I'm not. Go for his head. Sorry, what did you say, darling? Now's your chance. <laughs>
1: The film was rejected for a cinema release in 1975, as the man from Deep River. DRAN, who's a, 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 um, a, a company that we've talked about before, released the uncut version on video in November 82 and was listed as Video Nasty in March 84. It was actually dropped from the list in September 85, which is a bit surprising. It was re-released in 2003 after 3 minutes and 45 seconds of cuts for the animal cruelty and uh, is now uh, only available in that format. You can buy a, uh, a US unrated DVD, uh, and apparently RARO has announced that they'll be releasing a, a US Blu-ray during 2014 if you want to see this stuff in a glorious HD, and I'm, I'm fairly sure it will look particularly good. Interestingly, the uh, story is credited to Emmanuel Arsene, who was uh, the pen name of uh, Mariette Rollès, Andriane? Arsène was. Um, who wrote the novel uh, Emmanuel, and um, that book, which was obviously published clandestinely in France, where without the author's name on it. So it's quite you know, and it's a well-made film and it's an influential film, and you know, uh, it's it's fairly obvious that. Um, You know, it it started a trend, rather than anything particularly, you know, being trend-defining. Um, certainly, you know, people will find it quite... Some people could find it quite offensive, although it's certainly a lot less offensive than, say, Mondo, or some of the Mondo movies, and, you know, Animal Cruelty. I know is something that we speak about a lot on the Video Nasties list, and it's something that people do tend to be um, kind of offended by and kind of avoid on the list as well, so... You have to be aware of that. There are
0: some elephants in the river.
1: Hold on, Mariah. Next week, we're going to deal with uh, The Witch Who Came From the Sea, uh, which is a great little uh, a great little movie. And am looking forward to talking to you about that. If you want to get hold of me, please do. My email address is Podcast at gmail.com. My website is podcast.com, Or you can get me on Twitter at, at orange underscore monkey. Thanks very much to uh, Stephen Rutledge it's at stee underscore Rutledge who sent me some details about this uh, this particular book or uh, this particular film. Uh, that's great. We I mean, always, go, uh, you know, all research helps. That's fantastic. So thanks very much for that, Steve. Um, so until next week, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye.
0: I'd never seen a video nasty. I wouldn't. I have far too much. <laughs> but how, how can you judge on a video nasty oh, you've never seen one? I actually don't need to see visually what I know is in that film.